Ahem. Want to hear something fucking tragic? I recorded this episode already this morning and then didn't realize that it would connect to my car and it would use my car microphone instead of my cute little attached microphone <laughs> that I was using that is much higher quality than my car microphone. Um, so yeah, I recorded an entire like 40-minute <laughs> episode, didn't realize <laughs> that it was shit quality, um, and here I am <laughs> re-recording it. Um, I I think, honestly, this is a good thing because the way that I was kind of rambling in the first recording is going to be eliminated in this one. Well, not entirely, <laughs> but definitely partially. Um, so that'll be good. But basically, a lot... I mean, the good thing is, now I know not to record in my car if I'm connected to Bluetooth because I will get shit quality recording. And also to check my recording... Well, I'm halfway into it, which I just did. <laughs> and it's fine. It's not connected to my car. Um, yay! Um, I'm currently on my break at work, so this won't be too long of a recording because I have to go back in in, like, 15 minutes. And my phone is at 16%. Um, but basically, I wanted to give some advice for people who are either in college, university, whatever you call it. I will be calling it university from here on out because that's what it is to me. But just know if I say university, I also mean college. Um... I wanted to give some advice for people who are either studying abroad, like planning to study abroad, um, or people who are going into university or who are already in university, just general advice and just kind of me talking about my experiences in school and kind of the transition. Um, so moving to the UK, um, there were issues with my student visa. We almost didn't get it on time, we meaning me and my mother, because she was the one who mailed it out. Um, and obviously I couldn't come to the UK. I couldn't even fly without my student visa because my student visa was in my passport and I didn't have my passport until I had my student visa. Um, cause that's just the way that it works. You marry, you mail your passport to the U S government. They put your little student visa in your passport, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, so basically I couldn't go to the UK unless I had my fucking passport um thankfully we got it literally the day before my flight because we thought that we were going to have to change my flight thankfully we got it in time um i flew over to the uk in terms of preparation for you know moving moving you know countries the first time i had ever moved in my life because i've lived in the same house for almost my whole life i moved when i was like two though but obviously i wasn't i wasn't involved in that moving process so i don't count it um but the first time i ever moved it was from the U.S. to the U.K. Quite a jump, but hey, I'm not one for slow adjustments, you know? <laughs> um, but in terms of packing, this is for just people who are going to university, people who are studying abroad, anyone who's just honestly moving, anybody who has limited space and is moving. Um, one really, really key thing that I used um, were those vacuum seal bags. They're, like, hefty, like the brand, like the garbage bin bag brand. Um, they're, like, vacuum seal bags where you put a shit ton of stuff in it, and then it vacuum seals it all, and so it, like, saves a bunch of space. Um, one thing to keep in mind, though, is that even though it's taking up less space, it still weighs the same. So weigh your bags. Get a luggage weigher, because I nearly 
had to pay a shit ton of fees because my bags were really fucking heavy, um, because I didn't account for how heavy my clothes would be. Um, but yes, I'd say the most important thing to have when you are like traveling, moving, etc., is those vacuum seal bags, especially if you need to bring a large amount of shit with you. Um, but once I got into the UK, um, immediately into the UK, I thought people were nicer. And I still say that to this day. And I know that people, all my friends back in Manchester, they, they're like, British people aren't nicer. Yes, they are. Guys, <laughs> just listen to me. Take my word for it. When I say that British people are nicer. The thing though, the thing about, this is kind of getting into the culture shock section of moving to the UK. Obviously I can't really speak for anybody who's planning to study abroad in Europe. I've only ever visited. I haven't actually studied there, so I don't really know what it's like, but in terms of the UK, culture shock wise, drinking culture, that was a culture shock for me. Not too bad though, because I adjusted pretty quickly. Um, but I get, I can see how that would be a culture shock for other people. Cause I have American friends who also go to the university of Manchester and they tell me that that is a big culture shock thing for them. Um, but I think the culture shock that was most intense for me it wasn't even intense. It's just like, it, like, it's not even like something you're aware of immediately. It's something that you become aware of as time goes on and you begin to understand the culture a bit more. Um, is that British people will be super, super nice to your face, but they will talk mad shit behind your back. And like, okay, hear me out. Like, the thing that just doesn't make sense to me is in the US, if you don't like somebody, you're not nice to them like in a friendly capacity like you can be friendly with them like friendly but you're not gonna be friends with them but there are people who hate each other who absolutely hate each other's guts and then all see having like the most lovely conversation with each other it truly makes no sense to me like it's absolutely it's so confusing like i'll be talking with my friends and i'll be like i thought those i thought they literally hated each other's guts and they're like yeah they do i'm like well why are they talking about like fucking what kind of coffee they like what is going on <laughs> it's so confusing for me especially because i'm like if you don't like me you need to like express that you don't like me otherwise i'm going to think that you do like me and there's nothing wrong with our relationship oh god but british people are just way too nice but it is nice once you get to know them and then they actually start talking shit to you not about you but to you then you know then you that's how you know a british person trusts you if they talk shit to you about other people or other like things you got an in. You got an in with that British person. <laughs> Sorry if I've I've offended any any of my British friends. Sorry guys. It's true though. It's true. You can't you can't say that it's not true because it is. Um but yeah, that was the biggest culture shock thing for me. Um in terms of like classwork and stuff, I would highly recommend just a couple things. Um the first thing I'm gonna recommend is obviously optional, but I had some extra cash that I was going to use for other things, and I was like, actually, I'd prefer to use this for this. I bought an iPad. Um, it has turned out to be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I love that fucking thing. I use it all the time. Um, it's just, it's turned out to be so handy because uh, everything is online now, so, like, my school doesn't use, like, textbooks or anything. There's no, like, buying of textbooks. Everything is just a PDF online that they upload and you can download and having it on my iPad, just being able to download the PDF has been so fucking helpful because I can like highlight it. I can write notes directly on the PDF and I can like zoom in so I can write things really tiny, blah, 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 blah. It's so good. It's so good. I fucking love my iPad. It's come in handy a hundred billion times. I highly recommend getting an iPad if you can get one. Um, 
go on backmarket.com. It's like a, a, a refurbished iPad or not even necessarily for iPads. It's for all kind of electronics. Um, and you can get one for like decent, a decent price. I think I got mine for about $735. They don't have to be that expensive. I just wanted to get the newest one because I knew I was going to be using this iPad till it dies till it has its sad little death. I, I'm going to be so sad the day that my iPad is like no more because I love that fucking thing. Ugh. but definitely if you have the money, um, invest, invest in an iPad. They're just so nice. Another thing to use, um, for classwork and stuff, um, Notion has been really helpful. It's an app you can get. It's on the Apple app store. I'm not sure if it's on other like Android app store. I'm sure that it is, but, um, it's really, really helpful. It's basically a note-taking app. Um, it's a little tricky to get figured out at first, but once you do, it's so incredibly helpful. I use it for everything. I use it for classwork. I use it for um, just, like, general lists that I make. I make a lot of lists. I'm a big list gal over here. Big list guy. Um, but it's just super helpful. Once you get it, you'll kind of figure it out. It's basically, like, just, like, like the notes app on your phone, but with more features, um, so it's a similar format to that, so it's easy to pick up, um, but you can, like, color code things, you can add links, you can add, like, a calendar, you can embed calendars into it. It's so nice. You can do tables. Oh, it's just beautiful. Right now, I think, I, well, one, I'm using it for podcasting ideas, <laughs> um, and two, I'm using it for, I mean, I use it for a lot of things, but the two primary things I'm using it for is podcasting ideas and organizing all of my thoughts and just kind of things that I want to do and who I want to talk to on the podcast, blah, 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 but also I use it for stuff in Manchester. I have one folder that's for all of my favorite food places and it's organized by where they are. And then I have another folder under my Manchester folder where it's just study places in the city that I really, really like. Um, shout out to Deansgate Waterstones. I fucking love that place. I literally live there. Um, (laughs) not literally, but, uh, if you're my friend, you know how often I go there and it's a little embarrassing. It is a little embarrassing. Um, (laughs) it is sometimes four times a week. Do I buy something every time? I don't know if I want to disclose that information. (laughs) But I do, I do love the Deansgate Waterstones. Um, But yes, in terms of classwork and stuff, obviously it depends on what kind of classwork you're kind of taking, like what kind of courses you're taking, whatever, what your major is. Um, I do a, I'm, I'm not majoring in anything because in England you don't major in things. Um, But I'm studying drama and film, so my coursework is a lot easier than maybe somebody who's doing physics. So if you're doing something in a science degree, I'm sure you'll be taking a lot more notes than me. Um, another thing, if you get an iPad, get good notes. I'm not going to go too much into that, but good notes is the best note taking app if you have an iPad. Um, but yeah, if you're having, if you're doing a more like, like notes based degree, definitely look into getting an iPad, especially if you're doing one of those degrees. God, a lot of the people that I know that do those degrees do have some form of digital note-taking thing because it's just, it's a lot harder to keep track of all of your stuff when you're lugging around a bunch of notebooks and just like, everything's online now. So it's just easier to have everything online if you can afford to. Um, but yes, I think I'm going to end the kind of like classwork section there, um, and move on to the kind of, uh, what would you call it? Like kind of my experience in school, turning my car off, (laughs) um, my experience being in school and like kind of my struggles, I had a really hard time making friends, um, because 
living in a small town, me, I, I've lived in a small town for my whole life, basically. Like, all of my, like, I, my formative years were spent in little small town in Illinois. Um, so I had never had to, like, truly go out of my comfort zone to, like, make friends because friends kind of just fell in my lap. Because obviously when you know everyone that you're surrounded by and you've known them for their whole lives, it's a lot easier to just be like, oh, I know exactly what that person likes. I know that we'll get along. I'm just going to talk to them because I see them every single day in class. So it's like the universe kind of pushes you together with these people, whereas when you're in university, there's no, like, ugh, you're not seeing people every day because you see them maybe for an hour once a week. And that's that's just not enough to become friends with somebody because becoming friends is like, you become friends through repeated, like, actions of seeing each other, hanging out, having conversation. That's how you form a connection with somebody. And in university, you don't really get that unless you go out of your way to see that person more than once. Like, there are some people who I would see once a week for, like, three months, and I'd be like, oh, I really like that person. I really want to talk to them more. And I just wouldn't because I didn't think to be like, hey, let's hang out. Let's go get coffee because I didn't understand how important that was to forming a relationship. So I was like, oh, God, I don't understand why I don't have any friends. And it was because I hadn't gone out of my way to hang out with people and see them over and over and over again so we could form that connection. Um, but basically, a lot of people, a lot of people that I know that are going to college, they're really nervous about trying to make friends. And my best advice for that is to truly just go out of your comfort zone there's there's no better way to do it. I know that going out of your comfort zone is scary. I know it's scary. Trust me, I had to have several, like, pep talks with myself telling myself that I know it's scary, but you can do it. The worst thing that could happen is you don't end up being friends with that person or you have an awkward interaction. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. And even that isn't that bad. So just know that it, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Go out of your comfort zone you may end up having a really, really, really fun time or meeting somebody that you never would have met otherwise. Um, so, that, like, just, if you're having trouble making friends, don't be afraid to ask somebody and go, hey, do you want to go get coffee? Even if you've only known them because they were, you were in class with them and you've seen them twice. If you like them and you think that they're cool and you want to hang out with them, ask them to hang out. They'll think it's cool that you're taking the prerogative and you're asking them because a lot of people don't. A lot of people just let other people plan things. Trust me, I know. I'm the one who always plans shit. And I've had a lot of friends that I stopped being friends with because they didn't plan anything and I was constantly the one putting in the work. That's a bit of a rant, but getting back to the main topic. Just ask people to hang out. And if you're uncomfortable hanging out with people one-on-one, -on -one, then ask to hang out in a group. That way you can make four friends at once instead of the, just the one. And I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll form a friend group, whatever. I'm not a big friend group person, but maybe you are. And maybe hanging out with five people at once will be perfect for you and you'll be able to get along with all of them. It's awesome. Basically, go to your comfort zone, hang out with people. Don't be afraid to make plans. That's my best advice there. Um, but yeah, also... I know that it sounds a bit hokey, but, like, joining clubs and societies and shit, that's another good way to kind of, like, find an environment to make friends in because you'll see those people a lot. You'll see those people regularly, maybe more than you would see somebody who's in your class. So that will automatically help you make friends because you'll be seeing these people regularly and you won't, be, you won't have to, like, put in the extra effort of being like, hey, do you want to hang out, blah, 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 at this time on this day? Because you'll already be seeing them regularly because they'll also be coming to club events, etc. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much the majority of what I have to say. It's pretty much what I said in the, <laughs> the first recording of this episode. Um, but yeah, I, that's all I have to say, I think. Um, 
sorry if I talked really fast. I'm a fast talker sometimes. Sometimes I'm a slow-ass talker, and sometimes I'm a really fast talker. So, you know, y- you can't win. <laughs> With me, it's just, it's full speed or slow as a turtle. Um, but I hope you have a great rest of your day. I still haven't decided how I want to end this podcast. Um, so... I'm going to keep it as, I love you. (laughs) I do. I do love you all. Thank you for listening. Especially if you've listened to the first episode as well as this one. What what, what do I, I don't deserve you. (laughs) That's, that's so nice of you. Um, and if you've listened to this episode and you really enjoyed it, let me know. Leave me a rating. I don't know. I, I always check the ratings. Um, just thanks. Okay. Bye. Moi. I love you.